You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on The John DePietro Show. J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, whether it's wintertime, spring, or summer, they'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home. Why not let J.K.L. Engineering let them design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system? Energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill as by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. Now, J.K.L., is a carrier factory authorized dealer. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Folks, let's face it. Being inside, being comfortable in your home, is there anything more important right now with what we're going through? Call J.K.L. Engineering. Central Air is a game changer for your life. Talk about improving quality of life. Here's what I'm saying. J.K.L., they'll keep you warm in the wintertime and cool in the summertime. 53 years of experience, their reputation, Second to none, whether you're in Rhode Island or Massachusetts, call J.K.L. Engineering today. Estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call my friends at J.K.L. 401-351-7600. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. Let's be nice and comfortable in your home. J.K.L. 401-351-7600. Folks, it's the John DePietro Show. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and also 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at DePietro.com. Our segment is DePietro Debate. It's with one of my siblings, uh, Donna Perry, who's a now weekly columnist, features writer at the Sun Chronicle newspaper in southeastern Mass. Uh, DJ, I want to start off with, um, in a newspaper, not the uh, Sun Chronicle, but... Brown president, uh, Brown University president, Christina Paxson, uh, penned an op-ed that ran in the New York Times. And it certainly has a lot of people buzzing and debate. And I know you had uh, touched on it on social media, but it has to do, and she wants to make it very clear that with the, the colleges and universities, how imperative it is that they reopen this fall. And if some do not, they'll be forced to close. Yes. And good, good to be with you, uh, JD. Um, I thought that uh, op-ed was terrific. I thought it was very needed leadership on this really big issue. Um, I mean, I think now that we're turning the corner on May, um, the public and parents, families, uh, communities were of colleges, they want to know what is going to go forward with this. And I think that um, the fact that she said also this should be a national priority, I thought that was very significant. I also think you know, when you know the way kind of these college systems operate, uh, and certainly from the Ivy League on down, J.D., you know, they're a bit of a club. I think they very much are communicating with each other about something like this at this point. And I think she was maybe telegraphing also to a lot of the other leading schools that, you know, we, we can't just take uh, the safest approach, that there are ways to think out of the box and do this. And by the way, I think something bigger should be at work here. When you think of what 
is what higher education has preached for decades of what is the most important thing you give to young minds. You know what? It's the ability to think right. and to think out of the box when the answer isn't easy, when the strategy is not before you, when the metrics, which they all live off so much now, um, are not so clear. And I think, you know, I really applauded that. I thought it was significant. You're not in the Sunday New York Times, you know, big editorial page for nothing. I mean, she wanted high visibility. I think she wanted to maybe push to the edge. And notably, one day later, Harvard comes out with, I thought, a little bit of a lukewarm, unclear what they're going to do statement, because I think it's got, you know, the college is buzzing. And I hope she's going to set the tone and say, with careful new protocols, maybe this thing they call low density campus, where, I mean, it could be a case where the domestic students return and international students, for lots of reasons of security and the borders and everything, maybe are online, but... I think our country needs the colleges to take up, step up, take the leadership. You've got to get those kids back on campuses. And campuses, by the way, are a huge financial and economic engine yes. for communities. And when you yes. look at what Brown is to Providence, they need that, that the schools back. Ian Johnson-Wales, Ian Johnson RISD, PC, you know, and all of and them. Yes. the fact that they have a Providence campus for Roger Williams, but especially a place like Boston, that is such a college town, but Providence relies on it. I, what I also liked about it was, and a lot of the public officials, um, they, they're feeling too comfortable with the, I don't know, and we'll wait, and we just don't know yet. We have to keep everyone safe. That's not out-of-the-box thinking. I'm also starting to see, Donna Perry, that a lot of the problems that we've had in government is because there's, there's too much of a delay. I'm not saying you make a decision and you just make a decision and make a decision, but... It, I, what I liked about it is this business of we can't afford to wait, right? Some are going to close uh, this business of keeping everybody safe. We need, as you say, out of the box thinking right now to begin. We need people to look at this and not just sit back and wait for, you know, the coast is clear, like you're sitting at a red light waiting for it to turn green. Well, that's right. And and the thing is, um, they're all, I think education, unfortunately, has gotten like that. They're all so timid. You know, they don't want to go bold. I was saying to someone, I, I think, you know, a lot of big universities, they're like a Titanic ship, J.D. They're very hard to turn. They're hard to change course. Yep. You know, there's these, they're a behemoth of, a, of an institution and an organization. But I will tell you right now, partly what this is, too. That this is about money and operating budgets. And I yes. give her credit. She did not mince words. She said, no. listen, here's how schools operate. <laughs> Twice a year, tuition statements go out. And you know what? That comes in. Those kids come on that campus. That's how we have an operating budget. And she's not kidding. You no. know, she, whether you have a, a Brown endowment or schools with maybe more precarious finances, I mean, she is really, I thought it was a great op-ed in that way because she didn't mince words. And she said, listen, this is a huge driver of the economy. But more importantly, you know, what are we telegraphing to uh, this generation of college kids that if, if we say they could be dreams deferred, maybe indefinitely, you know, this is a pivotal moment. Young people's roadmap could get steered in a few directions by what the governing adults, you know, can do now. And I think that was a bit of a rallying cry. 
I think it's very important that you significantly are going, like I said, Harvard sort of rushed out what looked like they weren't ready to say anything publicly, but I think they felt maybe a little pressure by Christina Paxson's um, editorial to kind of get some word out there. Normally these tuition uh, statements come out in June. And so I think the schools are wrestling with it. And I think you have to show young minds that, you know what, sometimes you have to take a risk a little bit. Yes. There is there, whether it's Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks or the president, no one can tell everyone in America, you know, we're going to be a hundred percent safe in September. Right. So I, and I would argue who says there's a big difference from January to September in That's light right. of what we're learning? So I think you have to put the protocols in place. There has never been a disease in the history of man that you're yep. down to one case and then everybody's happy. It doesn't work that way. We have to now go into the next phase uh, and really learn to live and work around the virus. Yes, which you, you have know? been talking about. And something else, I want to just stay with the colleges just for a moment because what I... I, I want to say I welcome about it, and I think it's necessary, is as we've seen the past few years, the colleges have caved to if someone says a speaker's coming to campus and I'm uncomfortable with them, they cancel the speaker. If uh, there's a Trump sign hanging somewhere or someone writes something, uh, right. we saw the, the whole issue where there were protesters and then the college newspaper had to go back and apologize because they actually quoted what the students were saying. The colleges need to get ready for the fact there's going to be students saying, no, I don't feel safe. I think you should shut down. And now it is going to be sink or swim. This is going to be uncomfortable. This is the political correctness that has drowned the thought on many universities is now going to be in a real battle over whether we if you listen to them, you know, the people that say I need you to cancel that speaker because me and three other people were uncomfortable with it. You're going to close because they're not going to open. This business of being online is not sufficient. This is, to me, a pivotal moment, as you said, for the colleges and universities. I, I couldn't agree more. John, this is their moment. They're going to have to stand up. If yep. There are students who uh, want to buy into the thing that, you know, if you don't stay home, you're not saving lives. Which, then you by can't the way, come here. I, yeah, and I, I think that's wrong it is. as a marketing slogan that is wrong to project to the public and for a lot of reasons. So I think you're right. This is their moment to say we run the institution. That's after right. All. Um, yes. All, all respect, little Mr. Yep. 18 and 19 year old. Yes. We run the institution. You know, it's been around for a couple of hundred years when you get to the Ivy League. And we're not going to get brought down by this. And if you feel that way, then I'm sorry. You can take your tuition money, you know, elsewhere. I think it could come to that. They're not going to let, you know, Brown go, you know, collapse in these institutions of, you know, great historic importance. So they're going to have to stand up. It goes well beyond that. It's well, I think it's more of some of the smaller universities. Folks, coming up, we are going to talk about the whole situation with the uh, the White House and also uh, Governor Armando. And uh, exactly what's happening on the Rhode Island element. Again, it's Donna Perry uh, with me, who is the weekly columnist, feature writer, Sun Chronicle newspaper in Southeastern Mass. A lot more ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. Remember, for your business, Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508 336 21. An MEG, Mega Truck and Trailer Repair, commercial trailers diesel equipment. Remember, free estimates. Call them today, 508-336-2110. Mega truck and trailer appear. 
FHWA inspections or an Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, brakes, doors. If it's on a trailer, they can fix it. Mega truck and trailer repair. Call them, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110 for Mega truck and trailer repair. Hi, Steve here, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in lines to get into stores to buy bottled water. And they didn't have to scramble to get it either when all this first started. They enjoy all the safe, clean water they want, not during just this crisis, but all year long. Don't you think it's time you did too? So as you're standing in line waiting, how about you give my company a call? Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400, 294-2400, a Rhode Island family business since 1986. Well, it's John DePietro. This portion of the program is brought to you by Johnson Propane. Now listen, you want to be prepared for what's going ahead? Now is the time to stock up on propane. Stop in. Phil never runs out. That's right. Phil Johnson never runs out. Easy to get to. Located 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. And it's right in front of Stop and Shop, right over near Rhode Island College. They are open seven days a week. Propane tank and supplies. They fill Blue Rhino. And they will fill up all your propane tanks. Credit cards, debit cards are accepted. You can call Phil Johnson at 401-621-8129. 401-621-8129. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. Call Phil, 401-621-8129. Now is the time to stock up. It's drive-in. No wait, propane filling station. They'll fill up your tank. Now is the time. You want to make sure you don't know what's going to happen. And if, in fact, you get locked down or you have to be out, then you want to make sure you have propane. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. I, I'm stopping by to have Phil fill up. I have two tanks. I'm going to have them both filled up. 401-621-8129. Stop in and see him. He's just terrific. And again, right, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence, right near Rhode Island College, and right in front of Stop and Shop. It's John DePietro, folks. Weekdays, we start right at 11. We go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. With me is one of my siblings, Donna Perry, who happens to be a weekly columnist, features writer, Sun Chronicle newspaper in Southeastern Mass. You also wrote a great piece uh, DJ, regarding these big companies, and then you have Main Street America. I'm really starting to lean on that I think the government has to, in some way, the states get out of the way and let some of these small businesses reopen and set their own protocols in place, or they some of them may never reopen. Absolutely, and, um, and thanks for uh, mentioning that. I, my piece uh, last week was the battle to save Main Street. Um, I think this is significant in a way that maybe people when they're watching just the huge Wall Street firms and banks and those numbers every day, you you can't underestimate what what Main Street downtowns mean to every city and town, J.D. They, They are not just storefronts that line the avenue and you drive through. You know, number one, it's very personal to a town. They're your neighbor's friends. They're people who maybe spent their whole adult life building up something. Um, 
And I just would argue that to be fair at this juncture we're at, where we have seen, by the way, progress in the virus, which I feel like some of the national media, you know, they're so determined to still do all the gloomy reports. Guess what? We flattened the curve. Right. You know, in most New York to Boston is just now they've had a real rough go. The surge is on the way down. I, I, that is happening. It's happening in New York. So the point is the idea that we can't be at the now the midpoint in this battle. Um, we are at the midpoint. And I argued also that throughout the height of this thing, somehow the big box stores that were deemed essential, food, stop and shop, Target, you know, Home Depot, they may have managed to have Reams of employees going in and out day and night, seven days a week. They have customers, you know, flooding in. They're in aisles. People touch things. They're buying food. You have commerce. You have uh, checkout lines. And all of that, J.D., somehow is, you know, safe, permissible, and workable. So if you can have that, I would argue, why can't, you know, Joe's Pizza on the corner? Why can't someone's boutique of clothes um, and, and I would argue the salons, you know, they can safely do this. And, and because I do think that when you look at how those national retail chains were allowed again at the height of it, when it was in really scary community spread, they stayed open. So, and I would argue if you're a smaller franchise or store on main street, you're actually safer in a way because you're not you know, normally you don't have reams of, you know, anybody who has a car and a mask can stumble into Target, right? right. So, I mean, you kind of know your clientele and, and things like that. Or if you're a, a small business on Main Street and you're like a little law firm or you do business services, I mean, at this point, gosh, you know, they they need to be open and they can safely do it. So uh, I think we're just maybe weeks or days away that the Northeast states will get to that point. Um, It is amazing in this whole thing, isn't it? How 24 hours can make, you know, just a huge difference of what gets done and what's achieved and then what's decided. But I I don't, I think things like that, what main streets look like JD is also going to be very, very important to how the public looks at how governors handled it or mishandled it. You know, pe- people notice more than anything if they go down their town, town, their main streets, and they see for sale, for lease, and shuttered storefronts. That That's going to be a real optics issue. That's right. If, if we can't save some of this. And I want to touch on Governor Raimondo yesterday rolling out these different phases. Um, I understand the initial intent. But it's this element of, and then if everyone follows it, then two weeks later, I may go to this. Then after that, we'll go. It's too complicated. These are people's businesses. This business of first, we're going to go five to 10. Then maybe if everyone's good, I'll let it go 10 to 15. A little bit too much of the babysitter saying if everyone does their homework after that, then no, the parent, I'll let you watch a little television then. Yeah. Then only then maybe we'll even have dessert. Um this is business. I mean, I, I think people have an understanding of the guidelines that have to be set up. I think this is going to start to run into real interference of someone who's trying to run a business. I, I would agree. And I, I think she's setting herself up yes. for new problems in yeah. this way. You, you can't micromanage it to that degree. 
Um, A, we have seen there's been some missteps from her. I will give her high marks in a lot of areas. Um, I mean, she is a, a she's a manager. I think that's kind of her talent. And she's been a very good communicator to some degree. I know we have uh, there's some issues there for sure. But I think she's setting herself up for real problems with um, confusing the public and also you know, like, what is that? How do you practically apply that, J.D.? And how do you measure that? And by the way, what are you going to have? They they can barely keep up with what they're supposed to keep up with on the health front. Right. You know, the nursing homes and what are they going to monitor? No one's going to monitor this. No. So I do think you're right. You've got to give a little leverage to um, some realistic uh, protocols. If If you say 10 people and there's 12 people milling around a store, well, my God, you know, don't have someone, you know, call the East Greenwich Police Department. That's I right. mean, we that and that kind of nonsense is what could happen, yes. unfortunately. That's if right. you, um, I agree with you. I think it's a little too micromanaged. I don't know that other states have exactly laid it out that way. I think you should give general, um, you know, good practice protocols, but there's room for, as I say, you can have lee room. I, I just think you get into trouble if you're. Like if she's getting too technical with the phased rollout with these really, you know, fine line um, uh, sort of ex- expectations. I, I mean, I'm, you know, this is not an overstatement. You've people are within days of either you open those doors. Yes. Or, or you have just one disastrous closing after another. That's right. Now, let's touch on the. Um... The White House. I mean, obviously, I think CNN, I think some of the others, I think they went over the top a little bit going after the president. Obviously, a misstep with the whole bleach situation and the disinfectant. They have changed the briefings. I'll give them that. Uh, I personally like the fact that I thought last night President Trump kept his cool, did take some questions. Uh, some people, you know, this whiz the Fauci, whiz Fauci, almost becomes a gutcher a little bit. Dr. Fauci is doing tremendous work behind the scenes. He does individual interviews. But I'd like to hear your thoughts on the latest now with the White House briefings. Sure. And, you know, he did tamp it down a little bit in the more recent uh, day that, that we've seen. But but I think the biggest irony of how he's coming off from the podium, J.D., in all this is that we have actually had several weeks of better news. Yes. There has been milestones hit. Um, There have been significant turning of the corner. As I said, you know, we have flattened the curve, even in the epicenter. So the fact that you've had these better things happening, I guess they're now going to roll out a very ramped up testing system. And the fact that he then makes these careless, (laughs) silly comments and uh it's it's unfair of cnn but you know that's kind of what they do so they go run around and talk about bleach for four days but but then it's a self-inflicted wound and he's doing this self-inflicted wounds constantly um from the podium and as i say the irony is we're actually turning the corner and in this but see they're very um Somewhere in his White House and among the aides and, you know, they got Hope Hicks back and they think, you know, I guess she's a genius master planner and and they got Kaylee uh, McEnany back from the campaign. But that somehow they have always decided that he he is the best messaging strategy. And I think what's turning out in something of this a in this magnitude 
you, you know, him with his freelancing style and he's got it all right up in his head and he seems, you know, not really terribly, um, you know, he doesn't really like using a lot of notes and organized things. I don't know. I think it's it's spilling out in real time that, again, he, he's kind of self-sabotaging where you could see a better message. And and you're right. There's a there's a dynamic that we all know what's going on, because in five or six months, we know what's going on. OK, there's November 3rd. Right. And the, the national media just, you know, they're de- they're determined in some ways to kind of, you know, bring them down. They, they definitely have some reporters. They sit in that briefing room and their goal is to agitate him. That's right. Because then they get like tons of play on yes. Facebook on, uh, you know, I mean, on Twitter and on the evening, you know, news shows and all that stuff. So, you know, it, as opposed to playing into their hands, which is kind of what it looks like he's doing, he just, they, there's just a need for more discipline. I don't know if it's in him, John, though. I just don't. Yeah. I mean, that's what so, remains to be seen. Folks, again, um, it's John DePietro with me, Donna Perry, weekly columnist, features writer, Sun Chronicle newspaper in Southeastern Mass. A lot more ahead coming up. We are going to talk about those protesters. Also, the Biden campaign is still out there. And also uh, the Ramundo idea regarding um, no media at these press briefings. Still, uh, it's all ahead next right here on the John DePietro Show. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by MEGA, MEGA Professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. 508-336-7801. Now, what exactly do they do, MEGA Professionals? They're here to help you run your business by finding you workers. And maybe you need workers. Maybe you need drivers, workers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, uh, local AKA sleep at home drivers, class AB, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled workers, labor, healthcare professionals, office professionals. You need workers. You need MEGA, M-E-G-A professionals. You're trying to run your business. Listen, it's a hassle trying to hire people, go through all the resumes, set up the interviews. Instead, it's one phone call to help you with your company. MEGA Professionals, 508-336-7801, 508-336-7801 from MEGA Professionals. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at Innovast is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. This portion of the program brought to you by Bethel Certified Softwash. Let's make sure your house and property looks the best it can look. Right now, spring is the time. You can text Jared, free same-day text estimate, 
617-2585. They have a great Facebook page, Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Let's get rid of that algae mildew that's outside in your home, the side of your home, on your pavement, on your patio. Maybe it's on the basketball court. Bethel Certified Soft Wash. They have a great Facebook page. Jared, the before and after pictures are just incredible. What your home could look like or your garage, your property, with Bethel Certified Soft Wash Power Wash. Now, Jared, he came to our house. Folks, it looks brand new. Get rid of, you know, it just happens. You build up some of that algae and mildew, and maybe sometimes you just have some dirt and grime. Bethel Certified Soft Wash Power Wash, especially now we're spending more time outside. You want your house and property to look the best it can. Jared did a fantastic job. My neighbors are saying, my goodness, Juan, look how beautiful your house looks. It looks so clean. My kids said, Daddy, it's like the house got a bath. I said it did get a bath from Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Text Jared, free same-day text estimate, 401 617 2585 find them on facebook it's bethel certified soft wash it's going to make your property your home your deck your walkway any outdoor surface he can get rid of it as far as the algae mildew gets rid of it with a very safe solution it's bethel certified soft wash Folks, it's John DePietro weekdays. We start at 11. We go till 2. With me is one of my siblings, Donna Perry, weekly columnist, features writer, the Sun Chronicle newspaper in Southeastern Mass. Uh, DJ, let's touch on the, the Biden campaign. You know, but beneath the surface of everything going on, they're now even writing how it's incredible. He uh, seemingly is having trouble and struggling to get through various interviews. I had Mayor Policina on from Johnston on Friday, and he talked about he was basically saying the man obviously has a health issue. Uh, and since he tried to do some interviews, former Vice President Biden, he hasn't been seen. But in the backdrop is this accuser, Tara Reid. And I thought it was very interesting when the New York Times initially said we looked into it. Basically, there's nothing here. But then this odd phone call emerged um, where her mother called into the Larry King program right at the time that this uh, woman, Tara Reid, was apparently making these accusations, something happened with Vice President Joe Biden. My question is, do you think, has this, is this going to be an issue for the campaign? Or is this um, still something to watch develop? Or what, what is your thought on this whole business with the Biden accuser? Uh, yeah, and I, I don't think some people like the New York Times uh, and others of that ilk who want this to be, oh, we looked into it. There's nothing here. Please move away from it. Right. I don't think that narrative is actually going to hold. Now, um, I, I just think that there is going to be noise around this, whether this is, oh, you know, going to turn into, um, you know, like Senator Hart and that whole thing um, decades ago. I don't think it's going to turn into bring the guy down, but I just don't think they're going to get away with um, saying it's been looked into. We're not discussing it. Here's the statement and and go forward. Um, and I also think that you're seeing some indications that maybe people from the Bernie side of camps or even a Warren type backers. And there are a lot of them are very young, energetic, you know, college age or higher um, females who are very aware and sensitive by this overarching issue 
I think you're going to see a little noise around it from from those kind of camps and say, well, the 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 thing is a guy like Biden, who they don't have a lot of energy around anyway, J.D., I think that this is not a just toss it aside issue. Um, I also think that he has been so kind of isolated because of the virus. Um, we have not yet seen how would he respond to this right. in real time right. in an open press back and forth situation. And maybe people are going to be in masks, but I, I think at some point he has to come out of the basement and he'll have to actually be, you know, <laughs> a living flesh person. Yes, the candidate. And right. And like, you know, he has shown up to back when it was up to February, like he was, we recall, we've talked about, he's very prickly and he doesn't handle well no. when there were, right. Questions there were people about in, Sun Hunter. Very right. Bad. And then there were exchanges that were weird in you know, different places along the campaign trail uh, where he like said that, some weird thing to that guy or you're whatever. And I'll beat you up. Outside. Pony soldier and all this other <laughs> yeah, foolishness. Right. Yeah. So like, I think a, He's not at all good at you no. know, a lot of these guys have had these kind of situations, but he uh, of all of them to me looks like a loose cannon when it gets that sensitive. Um, so I don't think it's going away. And as I say, the time will tick on. We aren't all going to spend the rest of our lives in our dens. That's right. And I, you know, life is coming back. Yes. And so I don't think um, they have not remotely answered it. Um, and you're right that the CNN uh, clip and ironically, it's on their own air. It is. And, and, and CNN doing these, you know, distortions of and really not to, even covering it. It was not address it. Yeah. What about the Stacey I, Abrams? What do you think of her uh, publicly auditioning for the VP slot? So, you know, I, I think um, that this is she is. Uh, well-spoken. She's a, a prominent African-American. Uh, All those things. You know, Will it figure. work? Will it work? But, or does this put Biden in a box? Well, what, what I think is she is playing a game where she's trying to say, well, I am the obvious choice. Yeah. So I, that's what I mean. I think her kind of team is saying, let's make you look like you should be the choice and get at the front of the pack. Wow. Uh, regardless of what team Biden's inner workings are talking about. I don't know about her as being the strategic top yeah, pick. And I I, I've come, you know, I just think if you look at, if you want to get hardcore, look at those battleground states. I still think um, they could flip it away from Trump where there has been a lot of, first of all, mishandling and all this. And you've got really hurting people that goes way back to agriculture and the trade war and, and Amy Klobuchar. I still think can bring a lot and of she may be could, the choice. Could, I'm going to be curious yeah. to see whether or not how they handle the Stacey Abrams uh, folks. It's John DePietro speak with Donna Perry, who is a weekly columnist, features writer, the Sun Chronicle newspaper, Southeastern Mass. Um, let's touch on right now. Governor Mundo still does not allow the media into the press briefings. Ted Nisi had a one on one with her the other night. She said, you know, I don't know. We haven't really thought about it coming up on May 8th. It's up to Dr. Scott. I just find it so ridiculous and insulting because it's as if, you know, each night we watch the White House. We watch each day, Andrew, uh, Andrew Cuomo, New York. You watch Baker. You watch people that are handling reporters right. in the room. It's this game that they're trying to play, like, as if they're oblivious to the fact that other people are doing it. I see it nothing more at this point than a control factor. 
I, I would agree. And I, I think to your point that she, she looks more and more arrogant and pretentious that, you know, you want to say to her, so you think that people can be, you know, a small distance from the president of the United States right. and maybe there's an infection in the room, but somehow they think that that's a manageable situation because of the importance of the communications to the country. But you, when you have that huge empty stateroom, yep. as you have rightly pointed out, but you think it's too risky for you, governor of the tiniest state. Like, I think that looks pretentious. I'm sorry. You know, and um, I don't know why the press and thanks to you, J.D., I think the press should continue to hammer it in that way and say, well, gee, you know, um, Jonathan Carl can sit a mere few feet from the commander in chief yes. and during, a, you know, this health threat. But you think that, you know, it's all too dangerous for, you know, someone in the local press corps to be near you. It really shows to me the lack. It's unfortunate and it's sad. But to me, it what really reflects is the one that would really bring this argument is the Providence Journal. And they have been decimated by what has happened. They yep. don't, unfortunately, have that type of power uh, because otherwise, in the years ago, the journal would never tolerated this, accepted it. This is nothing against the journal, but their role has been the lead dog on this um, because it is a matter of access. You know, I know the Channel 10 and 6 were upset that Nisi got the the one on one with the governor first time sitting across from her. Yeah. And that becomes a little bit of you can reward some and not reward others. What did you think of the protesters that were at the state house on Saturday? Do you think there's an element of effectiveness there? Well, I, I'm not, I, I think they have every right to say that and to be out there as they've been in other places. And, and I think uh, again, in, in a state like Rhode Island that has a disproportionately high number of small and sometimes very tiny size scaled businesses uh, and making their livelihoods. I think that's part of the protest. The other part is just the civil liberties question. Um, and I think people feel that, you know, they don't think it's appropriate that they can't have some movement. And I also think I would say shame on Rhode Island with these hundreds of dollars of fines, by the way. Yes. I mean, I think at a time when you are dumping people out into unemployment and especially a state like Rhode Island, I think, I'm sorry, I don't think that's appropriate either. We're going to chase you and, oh, send you another, you know, check of a demand of a payment. That, I think that's awful. So, you know, I think the people are, are there's two sides to this. It's the, um, they just feel that the more and more evidence we get of the virus, that it is not as lethal. And, and so, you know, don't treat us like children and we can't have any movement or even in public spaces. And then I think it's the livelihood side of things. And so I think you're going to see the protests continue. We've seen them in every state. You've seen them, Boston, Cape Cod. I mean, you know, all over the place. I, I think the clock is ticking for her, J.D., as the warmer summer weather, yes. which is really, uh, as far as I'm understanding, I, I believe the summer months are just a critical piece of the Rhode Island revenue picture. You know, they, they count on that Absolutely. big time. Oh, my goodness, you know, do they, when for you, tourism yeah, the, and hospitality. The beaches, South County, Newport. I mean, that, like, if you're saying that that's going to be all of these issues are just huge, have huge ramifications of how Rhode Island comes out of this. And so I think she needs to err on the side of take a little risk 
in my opinion. And not I don't think the, she's the, going to because she's a control, no. but I'll tell you and we'll leave it with this, but to me, right now, the Republican Party, who has been silent, who's been searching for an issue, this is the issue, that it's government control, that there's too much, that you need to get the business community. They have been really silent throughout this entire thing. This has opened the door. People feel it's overreach. It's gone on too long. Even though on, on May 8th, they lift the stay-at-home order, uh, there's still going to be all these different phases. I think if the Republican Party wants to try to make a splash to get people. Remember, they have the June deadline to sign up some candidates. Um, right. Now is going to be the time. Folks, she is the weekly columnist, features writer at the Sun Chronicle newspaper in Southeastern Mass. It's Donna Perry. DJ, great job. And obviously, we will talk to you again. Great to be with you. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in and see them, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right off of Civil Spring Street. Look for them on Facebook, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They're right next door to AAA in Providence. And folks, they have outdone themselves introducing the chocolate-covered Trump donuts. Wait till you see them. They are delicious. Their pictures on Facebook page of the Trump chocolate-covered donuts. President Trump chocolate-covered donuts only in Rhode Island and only at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in. Listen, of course you're locked in the house, but that doesn't mean you can't get out and get some nice delicious food like sausage and peppers or eggplant. They have the best calzones, meatball calzones, buffalo chicken calzones. They have pepperoni and cheese, Philly cheesesteak calzone, the chicken parm calzones, plain and deluxe spinach pies, old-fashioned pizza strips, cannolis, brownies, cakes, and again, the Trump chocolate-covered donuts. They're waiting for you at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop it and see them. Look for them on Facebook, and they're easy to get to. They're right off of Silver Spring Street, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, not far from Branch Avenue. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look for them on Facebook. Stop in today for some nice, fresh calzones or pastry. Everything baked fresh. Ron and Melissa, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Hi, I'm Steve, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in store lines waiting to get in to buy more bottled water, and they didn't have to scramble to get it when all this started. They're enjoying all the safe, clean water they want all year long. They're drinking it, cooking with it, bathing in it, doing everything in it except searching for it, rationing it, and now waiting in lines. As this crisis further restricts your freedoms and choices and store shelves empty, I hope you now realize how important it is to take control over your own water quality like thousands of my customers already have. Because when this crisis is over, your bad water quality won't be, and neither will your bottled water dependency. So ask yourself, do you think you're finally worth making a one-time investment for a lifetime of clean, safe water? If so, call my company. Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400. Water Filter Company, a Rhode Island family business since 1986. Water Filter Company, 294-2400. Because is it really worth going through all this? It's John DePietro. Listen, folks, this is a unique situation. But instead of wasting the time by just watching television or old episodes of old movies, instead, clean up your home, clean up your attic, clean up your basement and your garage. Call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517. Call them for a free estimate. They will deliver a dumpster right to your home. Do some spring cleaning. Use this time to finally clean that out that old junk from your basement, from your attic, from your garage. Do some spring cleaning. Use this unique time. Call Brothers Disposal today, 
800-500-0517. They'll come to your home. They will drop off a dumpster. You load it up. Tell them whenever it is. Maybe it stays for a week. Maybe it stays for a weekend. Maybe it stays for one day. Call Brothers Disposal today. Free estimate. 401 401- 688-0517. Stop watching Netflix. Do something productive. Finally, clean up your home. Clean out that garage or the attic or the basement. Call Brothers Disposal today. 401-688-0517. Free estimate. 401-688-0517. It's Brothers Disposal. And let's get a dumpster in the driveway. It's John DePietro, and there's nothing more important than cleaning your home, your business, a school, any type of building. You need Soul Source Restoration, a Rhode Island-based company, and it's Soul, S-O-L-E, like the sole of your shoe, Soul Source Restoration. Call them today at 401-712-2700, 401-712-2700. Coronavirus Cleaning and Disinfection Service, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut. You know, Soul Source Restoration, folks, they are one of the few companies in the entire country have the type of equipment experience that you need. As far as residential, is there anything more important than making sure your home is absolutely clean from viruses for your family, for your friends, for yourself? Soul Source Restoration, same for your business. They have the expertise, the type of equipment that you need to get through this crisis. We spoke with Mike Seepy of Soul Source Restoration, and I asked him about just that very thing, the microthermal fogging and electrostatic spraying equipment that makes Soul Source Restoration different than every other company. We're a full-service restoration company, as you know, John. We've been in it about 15 years now, and with this coronavirus that has changed our world for the time being, we found a unique way to provide a true 99.9% disinfectant service. Mike, Soul Source Restoration, and again, folks, it's S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration. What is, what would you say, what is the goal? What is the goal of the company? Our main goal is to utilize our services to keep essential and non-essential businesses safe, protecting both employees and customers. And with sole source restoration, what is the difference equipment that you use that probably is different than any other company, certainly in Rhode Island right now, but the way I understand it, I've heard you're one of only six companies in the entire country that have the type of equipment that you have. We utilize CDC-approved hospital-grade disinfectant enhanced with sporocyte and viricide that we atomize by means of microthermal foggers. These microthermal foggers break down the disinfectant to 3 to 5 micron, which is basically a fancy word for micromillimeter. This allows the disinfectant to saturate air particles and cover all surface material, giving you a true 99.9% kill of all pathogens. You know, Mike, right now someone is listening saying, John DePietro, this does sound fine. Mike Seepy. Soul service restoration, it sounds fine, but I already have a janitorial or cleaning company, and and they tell me that, that they think they can get rid of the coronavirus. These old methods leave a lot of room for human error, utilizing older equipment that doesn't break down the disinfectant in a way that's going to kill the coronavirus. Mike, with soul source restoration, now you have the country is in pandemic. Everyone is freaked. We are seeing death about the coronavirus. What right now is the biggest challenge for a company like yours that has the capability for a coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service? Our biggest challenge, John, is educating the public that what we're doing 
is very different from janitorial and normal restoration companies whose conventional methods of cleaning mainly comprise of mops, buckets, spray bottles, and kettle pot foggers. Don't take any chances. Call Soul Source Restoration today. Coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service for Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. Call them at 401-712-2700. 401-712-2700. They have the equipment that you need. They will fully clean your home, your property, your office, your school, whether it's any type of business. You heard CDC approved environmentally and pet friendly they have the protective equipment they have the type of equipment that you need don't take any chances a rhode island based company and they're in a league of their own with the type of resources they have to fully disinfect your property from the coronavirus sole source restoration call them today home or business 401 712 2700 401 712 2700 it's sole source restoration coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service for rhode island massachusetts and connecticut again look for them online soulsourcerestoration.com you're listening to the john DePietro show weekdays we start at 11 we go until two non-stop coverage pandemic worldwide the coronavirus hits Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut. Go to the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. You can listen live at the website. If you ever miss any coverage at the website at the top, click on radio show. You can listen. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. It's John DePietro Show. And as always, you can email me, john at dipietro.com. Much more ahead. Pandemic coverage on the John DePietro Show. This portion of our show is brought to you by Henry Oil. Call Henry Oil today at 401-521-0200. Online, henryoil.com. Henry Oil. Reliable, affordable, Fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel, diesel, gasoline delivery. Call Henry Oil today, 401-521-0200. A Rhode Island success story, Henry Oil, their proud history. Think of that, 1947, started by Carmine. Henry DeSanto delivered fuel oil with a single truck operation, and their tradition continues. Call Henry Oil today. They do a great job. Carmine and Lori, 401 401- Five two one zero two hundred online henryoil.com serving most of Rhode Island and southeastern Mass. They have lock and cap pricing. They have budget plans, automatic delivery, oil burner service and installation, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery, and twenty four hour burner service. You can depend on Henry Oil since nineteen forty seven four zero one five two one zero two hundred online at henryoil.com. Hi, Steve here, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in lines to get into stores to buy bottled water. And they didn't have to scramble to get it either when all this first started. They enjoy all the safe, clean water they want, not during just this crisis, but all year long. Don't you think it's time you did too? So as you're standing in line waiting... 
How about you give my company a call? Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400. 294-2400. A Rhode Island family business since 1986. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Lawn Doctor. Call today. Your best lawn ever guaranteed. 401-392-1025. 401-392-1025. Or online, they have a great website, lawndoctor.com. What do they do? Well, outdoor pest control. Annual program, lawn care service. They make great lawns happen. Lawn Doctor Rhode Island, your lawn care company. Love your lawn. Best lawn guaranteed. Call them today, 401-392-1025. Free uh, consultation and estimate, 401-392-1025, Lawn Doctor. And now is the time because you can get the early spring, the crabgrass control, time-release fertilizer, professional blend of high-calcium line, Lawn Doctor. Go online, check them out. It's LawnDoctor.com or call them today, 401 401- 392-1025. Lawn Doctor. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by a Kyberry antioxidant. Folks, nothing more important than making sure your body has all the nutrients that it needs to stay nice and healthy. You need a Kyberry. Let me spell it for you. A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I. A Kyberry. Now, all you do is you buy the bottle it's delicious and what is it filled with antioxidants virus fighting incredible antivirus antioxidant properties tremendous power for your body now you can find them check out their website akai berry a-c-a-i-b-e-r-r-i.com it is incredible you're talking about fruit juices that add so much value it's an antioxidant which means it gives your body the healthy ingredients that it needs to stay healthy and remain healthy now it's available at dave's in east greenwich you can also get it at benda ravioli also it's sold at it's my health in cumberland Find them online, akaiberry.com, or also the main offices, 50 King Street in Johnston. Now, I've been drinking it every day. It is incredible. It gives you energy, and more important, this is an antioxidant, a Kyberry that fights off viruses. A Kyberry, you can call them at 401-497-0740. Look for it at the places I mentioned, and also online, acaiberry.com, a Kyberry.